Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, are you in a good mood? I mean, as good of mood as I can get into. I mean, there, there's a certain uh, um, ceiling of, of happiness that I can actually hit. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's close there. It's close. Uh, Celtics with a big win. I was not. I mean, from the get go, I wasn't really uh, <laughs> worried. Um, yeah. But Miami missed their first 14 shots, I think. Wasn't like 12 to 1, 13, something like that to start. It, 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 yeah, yeah. It was it, it was uh, pr- pretty pretty bad right from the get-go, and, and the Celtics didn't, didn't look back. Uh, Low-scoring game, I think. Uh, for, as a Celtics fan, you know, you got to love that defensive effort. Uh, without Marcus Smart on the court, we were kind of joking about that in the pre-show, <laughs> that Rudy Gobert was taking jabs about how good the Celtics defense looked out there without <laughs> Defensive Player of the Year Marcus Smart on the court. Um I, you know, uh, it, it's going to be a brutal series. It's going to go back and forth. I, I see this very much similar to that Milwaukee series. I don't think uh, I think the Celtics have the edge until, you know, they let the foot off the pedal inevitably in the next game. And then Miami wins that one. And then Celtics, oh, shit, we got to play good. We're, we're, you know, and then they'll play good again. And I, I think this is probably go seven um, is my, my guess. I, I, it shouldn't go seven. It, it, my point is it shouldn't go seven. The Celtics should probably win this in five or six games, uh, but it will go seven. Yeah, yeah. Well, Panther, you called it. Like, this this game was true to form. It was another blowout. I mean, this is what we've seen in a lot of the series. The You know, the Phoenix-Dallas series was that way. The Golden State-Dallas series is kind of going that way. And to Max's point, it's almost like we're revisiting – Boston versus Milwaukee. You know, Boston was clearly the better team throughout that entire series, but somehow managed to make it go seven. And I think that's what probably what we'll see here. I do think Boston is the better team. I think the deeper team and, uh, you know, but the home court, it looks like it's probably going to matter. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seven and Boston will probably win in seven. Quick programming note too, just so everybody knows sex Panthers stuck in a, He's stuck in Armageddon here. There's a there was a car accident, right? Uh, there was some kind of accident, and, and you know, <laughs> I I talk about the city of shit, Chicago, right? And uh, I get up at stupid early in the morning. Most people are going to bed after a bender the night before. I'm up trying to dodge this shit. Interstate shut down. Arch pulled it up. He can see the fucking map of how maroon and red this fucking city is so yeah you're probably going to hear some breaks and stuff in the background because <laughs> it's it's a goddamn nightmare stop and go baby you're going surface streets <laughs> oh it's fucking brutal oh man so what's the takeaway here is, is it the celtic series now max you said it's going to go seven be, yeah. it, 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 with your tilting celtics 
it, yeah, I'm, t- I'm tilting Celtics just because I do think that they are the better, more complete, uh, uh, deeper team, uh, especially with Tyler Hero. He's banged up. Jimmy Butler does not look right at all. Uh, he and, and apparently uh, there might have been some shenanigans. I didn't see the play, but apparently uh, Peyton Pritchard might have injured Jimmy Butler two games ago uh, or yeah, yeah, two games ago uh, when Jimmy left that game and that blowout. So th- there's some bad blood apparently there. But yeah, Butler just doesn't look like he has the lift you know he's still running the court okay it doesn't seem like his knee is bothering him from running but the jumping seems like a major issue for jimmy right now um a time lord being out there it doesn't it certainly does not nullify bam out of bayou bam out of bayou is one of the best big men in the league but it it he was getting in front of him and he was forcing Bam to take mid-range jumpers. You do not want Bam at a bayou taking mid-range jumpers. That is not his, his strong suit of his game. So I, I just think that the Boston defense, if they're playing at their top uh, top of their game, they have the better defense. And I think offensively, they have more weapons th- th- than Miami does. So I, I do think it's a, it's a bad matchup for Miami being injured as they are and i think the celtics have have the opportunity to win this the the biggest thing for the celtics is they get complacent i don't think miami gets complacent miami was just smothered by bad you know strong defense last night and they they you know they were starting cold from the field miami doesn't get complacent they play 100 percent of every single fucking game boston does not and I think that's Miami's chance to win this series. But, uh, you know, looking at every the eye test, looking at statistics, looking at everything just seems like uh, Boston ha- has the series. Um, and, and I don't want to fast forward. That's that's for damn sure. But if, if you're eyeing up a fucking Golden State Warriors, Boston Celtics uh, championship, I, I, I think you could do a lot worse. You know, I think that would be a fun fucking series if, if that uh, ends up happening. Yeah, I think where it's a foregone conclusion, Golden State will represent the West. This could go either way. You know, to Boston's point, though, you've got to win at least one in Miami. You know, Miami holds the the home court advantage with the final three, two of them in Miami if we do get to game seven. So at some point, if Boston's going to advance, we know how good Miami's been over the last few years and including this year. uh, Really, really good at home. So Boston's going to have to get one in Miami plus the one at home at some point. So which way are you tilting? <sighs> I think I think we get to game seven. I think Miami wins at home. We go back to Boston. Boston wins, and we go to game seven. And with their backs against the wall, Boston's been the better team. Like, you know, Max said, they, they have these games where they just don't fucking play. They don't show up. They have these mental lapses. They're unfocused. They're turnover machines. But when the game matters, when it's win or go home, I think Boston shows up and uh, wins it in the seven. Yeah, hard to argue. Uh, the Celtics will definitely have their full attention in the game seven, right? It, it, they yeah, won't take yeah. that game off. No, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And, and I guess my, my question to Panther, too, is do the Heat have a chance if Jimmy Butler's out? If, if he's injured, do do the Heat have the ability to beat the Celtics without Butler on the floor? I mean, the easy answer would be no, but I'm, I'm not going to say that. They've won games without Butler before. And one of the big differences now 
as before last year, even earlier this year, they do have Victor Oladipo. Now, you can say whatever you want about Victor Oladipo, but he does bring some defense, some playmaking ability. He, it's an extra shooter. He, by no means is he a Jimmy Butler, but you know Miami's a little deeper than we ever really talk about with guys like Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, and now you get at Oladipo. Um, do they have a chance? Yes, but obviously not as good if you have Jimmy Butler. I, you know, I, I can't argue that they're 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 not a deep team. I do think that they are when they're healthy, and I just I just don't see them being healthy right now, uh, especially with Hero. He missed last night's game. He's questionable for, for already. He's already questionable for the next game apparently. Oh, uh, but but Butler's banged up. Oladipo is still kind of coming back from what three years of injuries. I mean, he's it was just, a long time. Yeah, it was significant. Uh, you know, you got to remember uh, that poor fucking Indiana Pacers team. By the way, I mean, they they made the best out of the fucking worst situation. They had, they had Paul George, who was uh, who was on his, on pace to be one of the best players in the league. He fucking has a gruesome injury. Uh, they replace him essentially with Victor Oladipo, who's on pace to be you know he he was a all all NBA first team or second team or some shit like that. He was a hell of a player. He fucking has that. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I kind of feel bad for the Pacers. But, you know, uh, Miami took a, took a flyer on him. If this dude is completely healthy and at the top of his game, absolutely. I just don't see it right now. I, he's 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 still limited in the minutes that he can do. He's still limited in uh, some of the, the, you know, abilities that he has out on the court. If he was 100%, yeah, I would definitely say that that that's a huge edge to you know maybe even replace a Jimmy Butler in that lineup. But I I kind of feel that, and I've said this on the show before. This team lives and dies by Jimmy Butler's knees, and right now they're dying by Jimmy oh. Butler's knees. Yeah. Don't forget touching on that Pacers thing real quick. They also had Kawhi Leonard at one point too. So <laughs> mm. <laughs> what what might have been? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Butler shot three for fourteen last night. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Ouch! Hey, listen. If you if you if you get out and play basketball at any level, it, I think it goes without saying. If you don't have your legs, yeah. you can't play. You can't shoot. No. You even the most fundamental of shooting, you need your legs. And if Jimmy's knees and legs are bothering him, I, we're going to see more three for fourteen. We need they need to give him like I don't know what the fuck you give him cortisone or numb him up or something. But get his outside. Suck it up, Jimmy. Three more games. <laughs> send, send his ass to Germany. Honestly, get the Kobe Bryant fucking knee treatments. You right. remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Kobe went to fucking Germany and came back with like bionic fucking knees. <laughs> where's, <laughs> where's Mr. Miyagi? We need Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> oh, man. Um, hockey? Real quick. Yeah, I was going to talk hockey real quick. So, uh, I, fucking Florida's out. Florida is done. They got swept by Tampa. Panther, you bet that one with me yesterday, right? We were both on on, on the Lightning for the sweep, right? Oh, absolutely. I think yeah. you and I were both on the Lightning at the beginning of the series for a three P, right? Uh, you know, we since day one of the season, we've said that, that Tampa Bay was going to go for a three-peat. Uh, going into playoffs, download and listen to every single episode. You'll hear me and Panther say, there's no way that Tampa gets a three-peat. That, that they just won't have it. And Florida's too big and bad. And goddamn fucking, uh, yeah, that, that might have been one of the biggest collapses I have seen in the NHL playoffs since last season when Florida did it last year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's okay though because we we get we get Tampa, and my God, man! At this point, you start rooting for a Tampa Colorado series, don't you? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the funny thing too is, is, and we have a hell of a, and we'll get to NHL in a little bit when we're talking about the bets. We got a hell of a series going on right now with the Rangers in Carolina, where it does seem like that whole home ice advantage uh, back and forth, like like it was with the Bruins and, and Carolina in, in the first uh, series. But you got to remember, Tampa beat Carolina last year too. Tampa ran the fucking gauntlet of good teams last year to win win the championship. So if they can do that again, if they knock out Florida, they knock out Carolina, and then match up against Colorado in the fucking finals, goddamn, uh, it's hard to say that Tampa's not going to three-peat, <laughs> you know? Uh, but yeah, Colorado seems to be on the cusp. They're knocking on the uh, door of the uh, Western Conference Finals. They... Um, Beat St. Louis uh, yesterday, so they are up three to one in that series. It looks like uh, you know they're, they're not going to turn turn back. And then we have another interesting one with that uh, Calgary Edmonton. We'll talk about later. But uh, man, I'm I, 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 the pendulum has shifted. It's swung the different direction here, where I was so anti Tampa last year because I kind of uh, planted the flag in 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 saying that Tampa was not going to two peat. But now I'm kind of rooting for them. I'm I'm kind of rooting for the Lightning to get the three peat here. I think it'd be fun. How, how crazy is it that the, the two-time defending champions, it feels like we're rooting for the underdog. Like, the, they're, they're the, the underdog in this right now. <laughs> we're rooting for them, and I kind of like it. You know? Once St. Louis gets kicked out, Tampa will be the lowest seed left in the tournament. God damn. Whew. Yeah, all right. peaking at the right time. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it is true. An RIP. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. The dream, is, the dream yeah. isn't dead, but it's, it's dying. Yeah, well, you have it, you have one more bet you can lose, Arch. Yeah, one. But you said you're going down with the ship, so oh, you got yeah. one more. <laughs> I wonder if St. Louis doesn't somehow rally for just one last. Could gasp. you imagine that? Yeah, yeah. They've beaten Colorado in Colorado once already. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe, maybe they have the fucking uh, last breath of. Uh... It, they look good in the first period. Then just the wheels completely fell off. Oh boy, it was kind of like the last game too, though. Yeah, yeah, they kept yeah. it, they kept it close to the first. You know period and a half maybe of, of, of that last game. And then Colorado's like, Oh, wait a minute. We know how to score. Right. We can do that. Yeah. I, it's, I, I just, I think uh, St. Louis is done without Bennington. Right. I mean, uh, yeah. th- that, that, that's the issue is, is um, he, you know, uh, th- they held their own in the first, but once Colorado amped up the aggression on offense, I just think without having a dominant goalie to stop Colorado, uh, you just fucking, Pray, pray, and then, now, now I'm looking again. I, I'm fast forwarding, imagining an Edmonton fucking uh, yeah. Western Conference Finals against Colorado. Those games are going to be what, like seven, eight to one. Like, yeah. I mean, Colorado against that defense, Jesus fucking Christ. Mm-hmm. So, I think I think Colorado pretty much yesterday got their way into the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> I think I think no matter no matter who they face in in in, in the conference finals, it, be it Calgary or Edmonton, I, I think Colorado outmatches them just because Colorado's got better defense, better goaltending, and uh, you know Calgary and Edmonton have shown that goaltending is not really their strong suit. Now, if it comes to them facing any of the three teams in the East, I think it's a different story there. I think T- Tampa has some solid goaltending. We know the Rangers probably have the best goaltender left in the playoffs, as long as he's not you know having a head case moment for uh, you know stopping seventy nine goals in a fucking game. Um, so yeah, it's interesting stuff. I, I I love NHL playoffs, but even even the even the NBA playoffs haven't surprised me too much, you know. So it's not bad. NBA playoffs, you know, blowouts every game, not bad. Yeah, that's what we all expect in the playoffs. <laughs> speaking Uh-oh. of NBA playoffs, no. Well, okay. speaking of, I don't get it. What are you talking about? 
um, segue game, you know, talk betting. All right, let's do it. Warriors Mavericks. Warriors are do that, or did you want to break? We're, we're 15 minutes in. Are we 15 minutes? Well, I don't know. The producer said we got to. Okay, she fine. Did. We'll do the NBA game. Fine. Okay. NBA. <laughs> One game. Fine. Uh, NBA. Uh, we have the Golden State Warriors, Dallas Mavericks. What is the current line? Uh, Warriors plus one and a half, yeah. Mavericks minus one. Okay, this is going to slightly change my bet then, because I figured by the time that the show was going to start, it was going to be the, the Warriors were going to be the favorites here. Uh, <laughs> listen, we mentioned we saw a sweep in the NHL playoffs yesterday. Former champ championship team doing it. We're going to probably see the same in the NBA tonight. The lessons I have learned from this series, nothing shocking, but these are the lessons I've learned. Luca is really, really, really good. He dragged this fucking Dallas team into the conference finals. Just an absolute testament to his skills. Number two, Luka needs help. If they want to win a title, they, he needs a dependable sidekick out there with him. Number three, the Warriors are scary. And without the injuries the past few seasons, you got to imagine that they would have been in the conference finals, maybe in the finals each fucking year. You know, over the last few years, of if they had Clay and and Steph and Draymond Green completely healthy all of those years, even without KD, uh, you know, leaving for uh, Brooklyn, I still think that they could have been in and if they were healthy. I think the Warriors do win tonight. I think they get the luxury of then to you know kind of sit back, relax. Maybe Steph plays some mini golf on TV. Is that what he's doing now? He's producing some mini golf fucking uh, show. That's a tough maybe watch can, too. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's going to do some of that uh, and just wait for whoever, uh, whatever exhausted, bloody team <laughs> emerges from the East. Uh, I look forward to cashing my futures pick on Golden State. I had them w- uh, winning the uh, the Western Conference. I'm going to cash that one, and I'll probably cash another bet today. $10 money line bet on the Warriors. I think the only question is whether or not Dallas gets a game. The series, for all intents and purposes, is over. Uh, Dallas is at home, and for whatever reason, Vegas has them as the favorite by one point. Kind of left me scratching my head because I really don't feel like they've been all that competitive in this series. Where It's just regurgitation and re- repetition of the same stuff. Luka's a freaking god out there. And he just doesn't have any minions to go along with him. It, it's really difficult to, for Dallas to win a game, let alone try and win this series. So um, you know, Golden State has an opportunity here. You're watching Boston and Miami duke it out. So you have an opportunity here to end this series and get some extended rest before you play the NBA finals. I think that has got to be a goal for them that they might want that. So I expect them to come out strong, uh, not just dilly dally around and let Dallas hang around. I think golden state will try and finish it. I'm money lining the golden state warriors for $10. Yeah. I'm on the same boat. Let's just take the warriors. If they, if they don't, if they don't win, we'll just take them again. They got it. Martingale. Yeah, I, I would be tempted to take the Mavericks, but I really hated the stuff coming from Jason Kidd the other day, you know, about it's not, it's only just begun. It's not over. So it's just, uh, yeah, it's just such a defeatist thing to say. So give me the warriors money line to uh, minus one Oh four. All right. Yeah. Now we should take it. Speaking of regurg- now. Yeah, regurgitation and repetition. Let's take a commercial break now. I mean, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about the book club. Apparently, I called it the book room the other day, which I'm sorry about that. But it's the same thing. It's a room. It's a club. We hang out. Gentlemen's club. It is. It's, you know, I wouldn't call us gentlemen. Like, um, some, some people might be gentlemen in this, 
this little organization we have here. But what is it? It is a private Discord server that you can get access to hanging out with us. Uh, you hang out with Phil, hang out with Saxy Maxi, hang out with some of the other DGens. In fact, they're probably more interesting than we are. Uh, that's it the truth. is twenty. Yeah, that's definitely the truth. Twenty-five dollars a month over at our Patreon. You can use the link in our description and go to thedgens.net. Get access to this private Discord server where we do talk sports betting. We do our picks, user picks, uh, spicy memes, pop culture stuff, uh, lots of fun stuff. Uh, book it over to the book club. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, NHL now. NHL. All right, Carolina, New York. That is one of the series that is still remaining. Uh, had a feeling New York would win that last one. They showed up at home, certainly enough. Uh, I like them again today, right? I, I really do, but just not enough to bet them. You know, Carolina still seems like the better team out of the two. These games have been pretty tight. If you look at it, Carolina's outscored the Rangers 5-4 to four through three games. That's... <laughs> Those are some close fucking games. I think I think today's going to be another low scoring one that favors the Rangers here. I like the under a lot. I'm probably, you know, I'm off air. I might go bet that it's a heavy lean on the under here uh, and, a, and a lean on the Rangers. So I'm off this one for today. Uh, lean on New York. Panther, you betting this? A lot of repetition on everything you said. You know, I'm, I'm I'm remiss to go back to that Calgary Edmonton game where Calgary put up nine goals in that one game, and like you mentioned, they put up nine goals combined in a three-game series so far. It's just some incredible defense and goaltending we're seeing between these two teams. I everything you said is I completely agree. I think Carolina, ever so slightly, is the better team, but the Rangers at home. I like the Rangers at home. Um, so I, I just, I'm not betting this game, but like you, uh, probably in the book club, I might be looking at that under because this has been uh, an offensive standoff. Like these guys, the goals are at a premium. It's absolutely ridiculous. I think the game's pretty much a coin flip right now at this point. And the odds reflect that minus one Oh five, both sides. That's the best we can do. Yeah. I'll lean uh, the Rangers here, but I, I don't want to bet this one. Yeah, moving on, uh, last game on the slate for the NHL today, Calgary and Edmondson. Uh, Florida was the fool's gold in the east. Looks like Calgary is the fool's gold in the west. Uh, funny, though, uh, Edmondson was almost dead to rights in that King series. You remember that? Like, we were fucking throwing dirt on the goddamn Edmondson Oilers. And now they've looked just outright dominant against the Flames. You, know, you take out that 9-6 to six drubbing in game one. And since then, the Oilers have been the aggressor. They've outscored the Flames 9-4. to four. Uh, These games have featured just some insane fucking offense. But you know what Edmonton finally did in that last game? Did you know what Edmonton did in the last game? They, they actually played defense. 
my God, it's possible. They gave up one goal. Uh, if they get some decent enough goaltending today, I think the results are going to be the same. So I like the Oilers here, $10 bet on Edmonton. You know, it's not just Edmonton's ability to score, and, and they always have that ability to just explode and put up four, five, six goals, seven goals on you. But you go back to the Calgary's previous series, they struggled to score. So that, that game one where they got nine goals, that, that was a huge gift for them. But it's not who they are, and I really don't think they have that kind of ability to keep up with Edmonton when the Oilers are on top of their game. You hit it right on the head, like outside of game one, the Oilers have been the aggressor. They've been the better team, and God forbid they actually play defense. Uh, this is their series to, to lose. So I'm with you. I'm betting the Oilers here. Ten bucks on Edmonton. Yeah, I, how can you not? I mean, what's Calgary's got to show you something? And yeah, with only a plus one hundred line, I don't, I don't like that. I don't think that's enough. <laughs> you need a little bit more to bet Calgary here. It's all on Edmonton, man. The minus the one fourteen. Yep. 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 Baseball. All right, baseball. I uh, got three games today. Let's talk Miami, Tampa Bay, and possibly uh, the best pitching matchup on board today because we know these 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 name brand pitchers, Pablo Lopez and Shane McClanahan. Those are the household names, right? Those are, those are the aces in the league right now. Well, maybe give it another year or two. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, uh, Lopez is kind of the early NL Cy Young leader right now. He's 4-1, and 1.57 ERA, and a .91 whip. Uh, McClanahan, 3-2, 2.33 ERA, .86 whip. I mean, these guys are fucking good. Offensively, if, if, just, if, just close your eyes. Which team is better offensively? Tell me. Tampa Bay ever so slightly. Nope. Statistically, the Marlins are the better offensive team. Now, the issue with them is they're a feast and famine offense. And on the road, their offensive numbers drop significantly, which is why, even though it's getting chalky, I think Tampa is the play today. I think they get it done. I think they get the win. So a $10 bet on the Rays. That was a game that I looked at. And when I looked at those stats, you know, I see Tampa Bay, two whole home runs better, 12 runs total better. But, you know, across the board, average on base, like ERA, the Marlins are right there. I mean, it's really a coin flip game. I, I think the value is on the plus line, but I just, I'd lose with my damn value plays. I swear I lose every time I take a value play. So uh, just a lean on the fish. Yeah, I'll lean the Marlins too. Fuck them. That's all. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. I... <laughs> Seems like you don't like the Marlins. Um, Oh, I know they have a better offense. God, they should be so much better than they are. Yeah, fuck the fish. They should be so much better than they are. Just, yeah, just turds out there. All right. Um, You know what team, maybe Arch, you can verify this. I don't know if you've got my my baseball, uh, you know, bets uh, that I've done this season. Uh, Have I bet on the Cincinnati Reds at all this season? I think you you have. I really, I really don't think I've bet on the Reds. I see. I mean, my gut feeling is I have not bet on Cincinnati. Yeah, it looks like you bet on them one time and you're zero and one. Okay. Well, were they favorites? Do you know if they're favorites? Is that is that asking too much of you? Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. The way our bet structures are is tough. Um, because my guess is I have not bet on them as favorites. If I was going to bet on them, it would be as underdogs. Well, here we go. Cincinnati is a favorite today. 
And uh, I, I think that they're going to get the win. Uh, on the other side of the mound is Marcus Stroman. He's he's kind of settled in his last few starts, and I think he's going to be a guy that uh, maybe gets picked up at the trade deadline uh, for a team that is dealing with some injuries and needs to have some pitching needs. <coughs> Mets. Uh, Tyler Mayo. Really fucking good. You remember he started off, uh, he was getting hammered in his first couple starts. His last three, he's he's been practically unhittable. And I think that continues. I think this is the, this is the guy that we, we, you know, Panther at least came to love last year. And I think he's getting into our groove and uh, he, he's going to get this team primed and ready for a win today. Cubs, they won yesterday. It's the Reds day today. $10 bet on Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm in complete agreement. You know, you take away that incredibly horrible start that the Reds got off to. I think you're starting to see more of the, the normalization that we expected. This is not a horribly bad team. They're probably closer to a 500 team, and they're starting to play like it. And Tyler Mayo, yeah, his last three games, I kind of said his metrics suggested that he would improve, and he significantly has improved. Uh, this is who I expected to see all season long. I, I hate taking the Reds as a favorite, but uh, they're worthy here. So the Cubs suck and the Reds are at home. Uh, I'm with Max here, 10 bucks on the Queen City Reds. I'm going to lean the Cubs here, but I'm not betting this game. Uh, if the Cubs are catching a serious plus line, it might be tempting, but no, no, no good. I'm off. All right, last one up for me. Speaking of a team that I have not done well with. Milwaukee Brewers, San Diego Padres. Uh, my my top blind spot in the league, still believe, is Milwaukee. Um, I can either call it a season, right? I can just say, all right, I'm going to stop betting them, or I can dig myself into an even bigger hole with Milwaukee. I'm going to do the latter today because Corbin Burns is on the mound and and he's going against Blake Shell. Yes, no longer Snell. He is Blake Shell. He is a shell of his former <laughs> self. Uh, <laughs> he's got limited action so far this year, but even dating back to the moment that he donned that beautiful Padres jersey. When you think of, of jerseys, you think the Padres, right? You think that's a go. That's that's a wonderful looking jersey. I guess better than the Tampa Bay Rays or the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Uh, still, Snell has just not looked good. I think uh, Padres winning streak comes to an end. They, they, they won the close one yesterday. Took extra, extra innings to win that one. I think their five-game winning streak comes to an end today. Milwaukee gets a done $10 bet on the Brewers, and if not, well, fuck them. Uh, not a game I'm on. You know, One of the things that stand out to me is how well the Padres are playing. They're on a little bit of a win streak here, but uh, the, the pitching advantage clearly goes to Milwaukee here. Blake Snell's been pretty god-awful. Uh, if you look at their recency, though, I mean, they've held their opponents to one run or less in four of their last five games. So the Padres pitching has has come to life. Uh, it's just not one I could bet. I'm leaning the Padres, um, but, yeah, no play for me. Leaning the Brewers with you. I mean, I love everything about this, just, you know, just betting the Brewers part. Uh, they're minus 130, which is the line's moving the right direction. They're going against a team that is just overperforming, you know, way above their heads. I, I think everything's lined up for you to win this one, except it's the Brewers. All right. That is it for me. That's it for you. I've got a few more games to look at. Let's start with the Dodgers at Washington. I hit that run line yesterday, and there's really no reason to fade it again today. Walker Bueller on the mound going against Josiah Gray. The Dodgers just have way too much offense. The Washington uh, has one of the worst offenses in the league. So I like the Dodgers again on a run line. Uh, give me 10 bucks at minus 110. Yeah, some moral support here. I, I I do think the Dodgers should get the win. Nationals at home, just they just, they just don't 
they don't do anything at home. Um, early, early money. Uh, the sharps are hitting the nationals, uh, and and you know, just take that as you will. It do- doesn't look like it's uh, significantly impacting the line too much, does it? Oh no, Not that is in line. Uh, so yeah. Maybe, maybe something to be. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Sharps trying to take a lottery ticket here. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm going to lean the Dodgers with you. I do think they get the win. Yeah, I'll lean the Dodgers here as well. A little too expensive for me at that minus two ten. Uh, the, the best run I can, the best line I can find is minus one and a half, minus one twenty five. Okay, I'll take that. I knew you would. Whatever. Uh, Phillies at the Braves. You guys were on Atlanta yesterday. No, no, don't be on Atlanta today either. Uh, Kyle oh, oh, Gibson oh, going. To- excuse me. I bet the Phillies yesterday, Panther. Oh yeah, good, good, good job, Max. Yeah, Fuck yeah, arch. yeah, yeah. I, I was trying, I was trying to get uh, the Phillies as as one of my uh, locks, and you convinced me otherwise. Yeah. Oh well, let me get the Phillies again today. I listen. Atlanta is just doing the same shit they did last year. They're just kind of sailing right through floating around it's what seven or eight games behind the Mets they'll come around but this is a this is a coin flip I really think the Phillies and the Braves right now are two even teams and you're going to give me the Phillies at plus 140 with Kyle Gibson on the mound I'm so very inclined to take that gift I don't know if they necessarily win but minus 160 on Atlanta is way too chalky give me the fighting Phils for 10 bucks yeah, I mean, I have Atlanta winning this one, but I totally agree with you that that it's 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 way too chalky for me to bet it with this Atlanta team. Uh, I will lean the Braves here because I I do have them winning this game, but it's it's yeah, it's too chalky for me. Arch, is it too chalky for you? Ah, it's a little bit too chalky for me. I'm just gonna lean the Phillies here with this one. I would I would like I want a little bit more out of the Phillies and a little bit less out of the Braves. I'm not getting what I want, so I'll lean the Phillies. Next game up, Texas at the Angels. Angels has quickly become one of my favorite teams. I wasn't sure what to think of them at the beginning of the season. We knew there was there was hype and optimism, but I think the optimism and hype is legit. They should be able to beat up on a Rangers team that honestly isn't that good. They got absolutely bushwhacked by the Astros on their last series. They're not a great team on the road, and Dunning is not a very good pitcher. So I think Syndergaard and the Angels can take care of business at home. Give me the Anaheim Angels for $10. Yeah, it seems like you're on the right side here, and I'm agreeing. Uh, I think Angels should get the win today, so definitely some moral support. Um, Just again, early on, uh, some sharp money hitting Texas does not seem to be impacting the line at all. Just uh, something to keep an eye out on see. uh, See what goes on throughout the day. But yeah, right now, as it stands at this 9.33 a.m. Eastern, uh, I will lean the Angels with you. <laughs> lean the Angels with you on this one as well. I, I like it. I think you're probably going to cash it. Uh, Ranger Watch continues. We're still waiting for Max or Panther to make a bet on the Rangers. It's wow. we're still going wow. on. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, maybe when this next team, come, if they ever come to town down to Arlington. <laughs> uh, let's take a look at the Royals going to Arizona. You're not going to believe what I'm about to do. I, I, if you told me you're, I would do this, run line the Royals, baby. Fuck, fuck the Royals. Yeah, we're run line of the Diamondbacks. <laughs> Zach Gallon's on the mound. Talk about a Cy Young candidate, undefeated, sporting, you know, just north of a one ERA. This dude is so good. He's probably going to end up as a Yankee or something here in the next year or so. But for this game, the Royals are trash and they can't hit. They have no offense at all. And Gallon is a pitching god right now. So we're run lining the D backs. I think that gets me about minus 105. Plus 104. Maybe plus 105. Yeah, there we go. At value. 10 bucks on Arizona. 
Panther, refresh my memory. Where did Zach Gallon come from again? He was one of them fucking fish. Oh, yeah, that's right. And how many bats did they get back for him? <laughs> like, how, how, how many offensive uh, weapons did they get back for this guy? Yeah. I think they just got one, and he's not really panning out. No, no, no. Uh, I, I like the Diamondbacks again today, but way too chalky for me. I'm not going to the thought of fucking run like the Diamondbacks. I know, right? <laughs> uh, you're probably right, though. Uh, lean on Arizona. Yeah, lean with you on Arizona, too. The Royals need an entire house cleaning. Everybody needs to get fired from the like the general manager, the president, the manager. If this is the team they built, which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, yeah, everybody needs to be fired. This is what you've been working towards. Clean house. It, it was this a beautiful looking team for, for 2015. Right. <laughs> this, we're a far cry from some gold glove performances. <laughs> I, Where's Patrick Mahomes on this shit? He's part owner. Get in there and stir the pot. <laughs> uh, quick question. Is, is this a year? Is this the year that Salvi gets dealt? Yeah, everyone keeps thinking that he's, he's going to you know die a, a royal. But I mean, at this point, you, I think there's some value. I, I I would say yes. It trade right? him and see what you can get for Grinky and just uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. I think I think Grinky and Salvia, like I think there's gonna be tons of value for these guys. You know, and somebody will sniff you know. around Whit Merrifield too. Absolutely. I, so I, I, they're bringing I, up youth, so they're about to be a young team. So it's just just punting and starting over. And they got this this catcher right now who's been ca- uh, catching while Salvi's been injured, and he's actually been phenomenal so moving salvi would not be the worst thing the royals could do what else you got that's it i'm done going to the top of the board rockies pirates um i like the rockies today the pirates got one and the pirates are not going to get that many more so i'll just bank on the fact that the pirates are going to normalize sooner rather than later give me the rockies minus 104 yeah, I, I think the Rockies probably the play here. Uh, not a lot of data on this one. The lines just kind of started really coming in um, not too long ago, uh, or it was off the board for a bit. I think yeah, that I that was that was it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, early betters are are betting the Pirates for you know some reason, uh, but uh, I, I like the Rockies here. A lean on Colorado. Yeah, when I saw it, well, first off, I got burnt by the fucking Rockies yesterday, and I'm just not one to kind of chase. But second, when I looked at it very early this morning, I swear I saw Pittsburgh minus 140, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> so, yeah, just scared the shit of it. I was like, nope, not touching this one. So a lean on Colorado. All right. We've got one more to look at, and I put this in the what the hell is going on file. The Red Sox are playing the White Sox. The White Sox are up to minus 175 at some books. I'll take that every day. I'll take that every day. Give me the Red Sox plus 150. 11 bucks. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I had no idea. I looked at this game and and I don't know if you listen to the Sunday show where it says, well, you know, I, I run my numbers and it kind of uh, sorts out the, the games I want to look at further yeah, and yeah. ones that I don't. And this one is just an instant like, like dump into the fucking trash. <laughs> but I don't know what to make of this one. I think I think the White Sox, uh, the, the line's getting worse for them. The, the money is hammering them. I don't I just can't see it. I mean, as as bad as the Red Sox are, I just don't see the White Sox as as this big of a favorite right now. So um I don't know. I, I'll lean the fucking Red Sox, I guess. This is this fucking weird one. Yeah, I, I think the White Sox win. I think they have the the slightest of pitching advantages. I do like Dylan Cease. Uh and I think the White Sox on paper have the better offense boston's offense just doesn't do anything to get you excited but to your point minus 170 on this white Sox team that we've seen you know for the first quarter of the season 
God, no, no, I, I don't know if I take <laughs> minus 170 against the fucking Royals. So, yeah, I mean, they're bad. I mean, they're not bad, but you, you can't trust them. So uh, I'll lean on the White Sox. Like I said, I think they win, but no way at minus 170. Oh, boy. A couple comments, too, in this uh, this marathon episode. Braves, Moneyline, Mets, minus one and a half, nine ten Eastern was the picks for my. All right. So it's almost like he knows what I'm going to pick and he fades me anyway right he's got the gift uh <laughs> iceberg wants mets plus one and a half okay i i if if if, if the giants uh, keep forgetting how to play defense you can take the mets minus one and a half did you see that shit show yesterday for yes. the giants yes oh my god horrible uh, i hit that one i hit that and i saw plus line yesterday it's crazy stay off the reds game lean cubs if played i like the brew crew money line diamondbacks right. yo chalky <laughs> So you got to run line it. <laughs> Iceberg says they don't see a line or pitcher for Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was off the board. It's just starting to pop yeah. up here and there. Yeah. Yep. Right. What do we talk about today? We talked about the NBA, NHL, and then we talked about the NBA, NHL, and MLB. Max, that's it. That is it. Download the DJ's app for Android, iOS. Let us know anything about our picture picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please highest rate and con subscribe. Download. Listen to every single episode. Panther gotta take us home i will give you a pick i will take the cincinnati reds archie's got the reds what do you got i'll take the red stockings reds and the red socks um you were betting the cardinals today panther i'm telling you uh you know what (laughs) the diamondbacks are gonna get it done the diamondbacks are gonna take care of the royals we'll take the red why not yeah i mean sometimes Sometimes we'll take the Reds, the Red Sox, and the Diamondbacks. That'll be your DGen parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly, it is Discord. It's the book club. And uh, you guys get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.